what what's in the cup <laughs> i knew he was gonna ask he's like let me ask you, um, you said we were gonna toast or cheers to we're it gonna do but a cheers to this white wine but <laughs> how, how, how are we gonna cheers when there's only one cup well you know i figured that you'd have some goods you know? that's that's a good idea i think um <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have some wine the next time chemo yeah. comes by. It's a nice little vibe. Loosen up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little cold. That would help, right? Right about now. Yeah, warm your inside. So you got you got some white wine and uh, some lemonade. <laughs> Interesting combination. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> he had to ask me, didn't he? I, no, it, this is mine. I don't even. Know. I'm nosy. I don't I, even know who those are. I got a lot of questions. Water. Why haven't we uh, trained? I don't know. We're going to. I already know we are. It's, it's, it's inevitable. Yeah, it's a small town. Where are you, though? Where are you training ha- at? I'm in Hollywood, Hollywood. But I see you're in, like, a red gym, but it's not... I don't recognize it. Stronghouse Fitness. Oh, okay. Everyone talks about it. Yeah, you, you got to stop by. Yeah, I would love to. You, hey, you didn't invite me. That's why we haven't worked. I mean, I, I, you're a hard person to reach. I had to make an appointment <laughs> with your assistant. I mean, that, 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 that's, a good, that's a good thing. If you're yeah. busy, busy and booked, booked and busy. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very busy, but... I, I'm like a huge planner. As long as we plan it, I can make it happen. Right. I really appreciate you taking the time to come over here. Yeah, no, of course. Thank you for having me. Yeah, definitely. This is Max Phil's there. You're back on another episode of Max Your Mind. We got Kima in the building. Shout out to Kima. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to your mom. She did she yeah. approve this? Yeah, she approves it. She would have come, but she's busy. She's got a lot on her plate. We're just we're running it together, and it's been wild. But I'll speak for her and myself. <laughs> You're beautiful, and your mom is beautiful as well. What, what's, Thank you. Like I've never seen her before. I guess it's because I haven't stalked you as much as I did before <laughs> this episode. Well, right. yeah, she's basically like my twin. I mean, she's a thicker, older woman, but she looks. Like me, it's crazy. Would but you? A, mm-hmm. My bad. Go ahead. A lot of the stuff I know is because of her, so mm. kind of mirror each other in that way. That's what's up. Yeah. Would you say your mo- mental and physical is from her inspired? Um. Yeah. Both my parents are very physically athletic and in great shape, and they both played crazy amount of sports. Um. As far as my mental, a lot of it, most of it, most of the foundation came from her. And once I kind of moved out and figured out my own way, I kind of you know, morphed into something else. You know, I had to become myself. I realized, wow, I need to become my own person. So I had to kind of detach some of the things that were instilled in me from my parents and kind of recreate my own, like, reality and what I liked and what I didn't like. So mm. a little bit of Customizing chemo. Mm-hmm. Chemotherapy. Chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. So uh, with chemotherapy, what inspired that, the therapy um, aspect? Because... Okay, so I've been an athlete since the seventh grade, and I feel like a lot of it is physical. You know, I've played multiple sports, basketball, volleyball. I ran track seven years, played basketball eight years, ran um, or, or played volleyball in high school. And it was always a physical thing, but the mental is what really gets you through it. And I learned how valuable the mental strength was because you can't get to that next level unless you can break through that, that mental blockage. Mm. And... That's the part that changes you, you know. Well, it's, mm-hmm. Excuse me, sorry for interrupting you. No, what I was think. the mental blockage um, back then? Well, not necessarily. Well, okay, I had a lot back then. I, I really struggled 
with my college basketball team because me and the coach didn't get along well. And I think he really, I don't think he really believed in me. I think he believed in me, but not to the extent that I needed him to so that I could really perform. And the blockage was having that self-doubt. And sometimes you have to see yourself do it and achieve it to really believe it mm -hmm. rather than people keeping telling you, you know, you could do it, you could do, you do it, but you really have to go out there and do it and feel it and experience it to know you could bring that to your reality. True. Um, and then the other blockages are like when you're on your last crunch and you feel like you're going to break in half, pushing through that last, you know, getting to that last push. And that's when you get those real results is when you can just, it's almost like, have you ever gotten to a point where you feel like, wow, I'm burning so bad, but your mind was able to think something and you were able to do it anyway. Right. Like get you, past that. Yeah. Like you feel like okay. you, there's no way, but you do. And your mental was mainly. It was mainly your mental that really got you past it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we have to allow our, our minds to be conditioned for more because yeah. it's it's natural for if, if there's some type of challenge, discomfort, Give that up. the mind is like, yeah, this mm -hmm. is a little much. But then if you train the mind to, you know, get past that, yeah. then that becomes your new norm. Yeah, it's conditioning. It's it's conditioning the mind. It's like conditioning the, the body. It's like muscle memory. My legs are shaking. I'm not sure if it's because I'm cold or it's because you're making me nervous. <laughs> it might be a little bit of both. I know. It's hot in here, huh? Are you hot? A little bit. <laughs> it's but, a um, beautiful day today. Yeah, it is. Um, speaking of being beautiful, like, you seem to be always happy. Are you always <laughs> happy or is it like the Joker smile? No, uh, I, I am. I am very blessed. I don't, I don't have anything to complain about. I'm living my best life. Um, this was a dream life. I wanted to become this for the longest time, and it naturally kind of morphed into it. Have uh, you been this for a long What? Happy. You've you been at, at in the top of the game for a minute, like I... Uh, yeah, shoot. We started in 2010, since it started, Instagram started. And it wasn't it wasn't as cool then. It was more so like just a platform to talk and chill and just be yourself. Now it's like very... There's a lot of competition. It's changed a lot. Oh, yeah. But I've been doing it for a while, and... Um, I got a new assistant, and her name's Bonnie, and she's so amazing. Hello, Bonnie. And she's really got me really excited for what I want to put out there, because I have all these ideas and all these concepts and all these things I want to do, and people always come up to me like, wow, you do so much. How do you do it on your own? How do you do it? And I'm like... You got a team. Yeah, no, not even. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I'm like, I don't know how I... I was like, I don't know. I just do. And then I realized I wasn't doing it. I wasn't able to really do everything that I want to do, because I do need help. There's no way that yeah. I could do all these things on my own. I've learned that recently. Yes. And when you have that help, it feels, it's invigorating because you can put two minds together, not even just help, but someone that can kind of influence your ideas and creativity and has something to bring Support to the table. system. Yeah. So she's she's been really exciting. It's been really, we've only started, it's been two weeks and I'm really excited, but. What is Bonnie doing that's um, sparking some change, um, influencing spot progression? So, yeah. So I have a thousand things to do a day and there's a thousand people that mean, need me a day and all these different things, and she's she offers her help. She offers in ways that I couldn't think of. You know, there's I can't ask for everything. I can't remember to ask for everything. Right. She reminds me of things that I know that I needed to do that are vital to do. Um, we can put our creative ideas to bring things to life that I felt like I've been stagnant with for so long, and I couldn't move forward with it because I didn't have that piece to the puzzle, you mm -hmm. know? And we we just connect and yeah. i i've just found out we knew each other like a million years ago uh we went to a, like, a malibu hike together in the group mountains hike? in malibu yeah 
in like a low key secret spot and she brought it up the other day and I was like, I remember seeing her and I'm like, wow, something about her is so familiar and I've known her in my past life. It's meant to be. <laughs> yeah, so we it circled around and now we're we're back together again. So it's been great. Blessed. Yeah. I want to come back to that, but before I forget, mm -hmm. you said your basketball coach um, made you feel some type of way. Mm. What was he saying or doing that made you feel? Ooh, yeah, this is a good conversation. I've never really even been able to talk about it. Um, he was just, he was very negative, and he talked down on most of the players. He only, he definitely had favoritism. That was his approach? Yeah. Negative had, motivation? Yeah, he had favoritism on, like, players that had were older and had been there for a while. Um, but he he would put his head down a lot. Like, if he did something wrong, it wouldn't be, like, courage, encouragement. It would be, like, oh, come on. He would throw his throw his pad on the floor. It was just very negative. Mm. And a lot of the girls, and it's a female team, girls are a lot more sensitive. You can't really True. treat them the same as a man. Men don't care about that stuff, you know? Mm. And some girls on the team are sensitive. And I have feelings. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't even think that's right for men even either. I think yeah. there's a constructive, more constructive way to communicate to your, your players. But... Mm -hmm. He was just very negative, and um, there was just no – he couldn't give you that confidence. If you didn't have it, he couldn't instill that in you. And I mm -hmm. feel like a coach should really help you grow, not keep you either stagnant or push you under. So he didn't have it to give. No, he didn't. And, and he had another assistant who also didn't have it to give, and then he had another assistant, and she didn't have it to give. And she actually caused a lot of drama with the girls. And it was a really hard experience for me in college. I was a starting point guard. I had all the pressure on my shoulders. You're the point guard. You hold the team on your shoulders. Yeah. And I had a lot of drama with the team. So on the court, we weren't communicating. We weren't together. We weren't. No chemistry? No. Well, no. I mean, we had a little chemistry, but there was drama. So girls would feel some type of way when we got on the court. Mm. And that would affect our game and how we played our performance. So I had to fight a lot of demons. I cried a lot. I, I was upset a lot after games that I lost, after games that I felt like I didn't do well in. If I was who I am now, I would have probably handled it a lot different, right. but that was who I was at the time, and overcoming that made me who I am now, so, so it, it worked hard. out. Yeah. Did. Uh, how did you um, overcome that? What, what steps did you take? Um, well, I stopped playing basketball. Um, it was a passion for mine for a long time. I wanted to go to the WNBA. It was something that I wanted to do, but... I realized I didn't want to be a slave to basketball. I knew I'm like a butterfly, so when I found out how many years you'd have to go to school, how many years you'd have to do this and that, and then I knew a lot of girls on a Sparks team and, and you know, big teams where, you know, you're in the WNBA. Oh, you were serious? Yeah, I was serious. I really wanted to, and girls' basketball doesn't get that much traction, not that much attention. That's yeah. one. Then all the school that comes with it, I, you know, school's cool, but school, I didn't learn what I needed to learn in school, and I knew that at a young age. And I already started social media in college. What do you mean so, by that? Um, I don't know. I just feel like I didn't use a lot of the stuff that I learned in school. And I've had to teach myself most of everything, mostly everything, once I got graduated. So what you learned in school wasn't teaching you about life? Yeah, it just wasn't real enough. It was very, like, superficial. Like, I needed to learn how to pay bills and survive. Okay. And what do I do in this situation if this happens? Like, real financial life Financial literacy. Yeah, financial literacy. I moved out and I was just like, what do I do? Now, obviously, you have your parents for guidance a little bit, but there was just a lot of things that I didn't use from school. So I felt like if I was going to go six more years, I'd, I'd get out at, what, 28? What did I? What am I going to miss? And to play basketball? So when I started Instagram, I was getting invited to, like, Kevin Durant's fundraising events, basketball events, different events where I could play for fun and get paid and not have to go to school. 
That's amazing. So I was like, you know what? This is something I want to do. I want to enjoy the sport. I don't want it to be a chore. I don't want it to be, you know, something that's bogging me down. I want it to be exciting. Mm -hmm. So I am a butterfly. I knew that if I played in the WNBA, I would be a slave to the game and to school, and I wouldn't be able to just really grow into who I wanted to be. Mm. I like change. I like excitement and thrill and different things that change, you know, just yeah. things changing. And I don't want to be a robot. Yeah, I think it's it's very important to be careful not uh, like you know when you have a passion about something, yeah. and then like you go into an institution and then the way they have things set up defeats the purpose of yeah. why you got into it in the first place. Yeah. You got even in the fitness industry, you gotta watch out for that. Yeah, it kills the spirit. It's like some one person can kill it for everyone. It's like what they always say is mm. one person can ruin it for the whole everyone. So. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't, because then I was able to get paid and play. I got to play for fun, and I got to really just enjoy it and not feel all that pressure and just kind of go with the flow. I don't play anymore. I probably should get back into it, but I don't know. When was the last time you played basketball? Man, forever ago, years ago, years. Well, you, you yeah. worried you going to get dunked on, or what was the issue? Um, No. <laughs> I mean, I am only 5'4", okay? Still, still, competition is <laughs> competition. Yeah, but um, no, I just... I've just gotten into other things, and I haven't really found. I started a um, uh, a female league after college, Instagram league, the basketball beauties thing. Okay. You remember that? Do you, did you hear about that? Did you play in it? Yeah, I played in uh, it for a little. I bit. was never invited to anything no, she's done. Oh Why are you trying to make me feel bad? <laughs> <laughs> um, my bad. But no, it was just a little league that they started. Jude and and a few of them started. And there was just so much drama. I was just like, oh, I'm like, I'm a drama free person. I don't want to be around it. I don't care to be around it i'm not gonna jump into it i'll just be like you know what i i'm just gonna go what was you know? the drama you experienced with the league um just women are competitive you know mm. it's always competition whether it's followers fame beauty skill ability whatever it is it's not something that i want to just do every day you know right and i feel like i'm like a huge energy person i feel like i can connect and i could feel different energies very easily mm. And if I'm going to go to a place every day and the energy's off every time, why am I going? Like, it, it makes me uncomfortable. Right. So I will just remove myself. Mm. And it serves me. It always serves me to do that. Because, like, uh, basketball is, like, group. Yeah, group yeah, sport. yeah. Mm, okay, got you. You have to deal with the different personalities. Yeah, like, I like track. Track was great because it's, it's you. You either get to the finish line or you don't. What event? I was, and I love the 200. I love the 200 because the 100 was too short for me. I felt like I had enough time to get that straightaway or get the curve and then get the straightaway. With the 100, you only get that one straightaway. So I love the two. I had a relay team for the 4x1, and I did the 4x4, which was the deadliest race of all. What about the mile? No. You can't see me for the mile. I don't like it. <laughs> we had to run it enough in college, and it, I went to college in the desert, so I just peed Where at? Miles. Where'd you go to school? Um, COC in Valencia. Valencia. Oh, so you, you're, from, you're from California. Yeah. Well, I was born in New York, raised here, so I'm a Cali girl. Born in New York, raised here. You don't like New York? Um, I was like five when I left. Um, if I look at, think about it now, would I go back and live there? No. Would I go and visit? Yeah. Do I like the cold? No. Do I like the sun, summer, Cali, beach, Southern California weather? Yes. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I like, born in Haiti, grew up in South Florida, so. Oh, wow. I'm like, I need the sun. I need How long have you been here? I've been in L.A. since 2009. Oh, wow. Okay. For it's, a little bit. It's, it's home now, but yeah, family's in South Florida, so that's still. You go back and forth. Yeah, definitely. So you still running? You still run? Like track? Yeah. Um, I'll do like collabs and stuff. For 
fun, athletic stuff. I should start running. We have I have some ideas for me and Bonnie to do that I can kind of get back into that and, and show the world my, my speed and my ability because I still do have a little bit of it. Um, but I do want to train again. That was when my legs were like the most defined and shredded when I was sprinting. More more than now. I, I remember this one <laughs> picture. I'm definitely going to, that picture, I'm going to pop it up. Um, uh, it's one picture that went viral. It's like one of, one of your first pictures that went viral. Oh, holding the weights in the garage. Yeah. Oh, I was what, so Where'd you shoot that? Where or what? When? Oh, man, I was in, I, I must have been in high school. Man, that yeah. picture killed the game. Yeah, it went viral. It did. It's it was still. like, this is a strong, powerful female athlete. That's yeah. just like. And I was just like, oh, my, my. And, and, <laughs> it was crazy. And you, was crazy you, you're still about that life. Yeah, I love it. I, I, I got bullied and torn down. Because of that? Left to right for being muscular, not alone, let alone being the only African-American woman in the school. I went to all private Christian Catholic predominantly white schools mm -hmm. and I was maybe one of two black women and and I had muscles and I was just very petite and lean so I dealt with a lot of bullying they called me muscle head muscle girl muscle man superman all I from all any, the men anything you could think of and it never stopped me it never shook me it never stopped me from lifting weights it never stopped me from looking fit it never so I was like what but if I stop I'm gonna look like every I don't want to be like anybody else this is who I am this is this is something special that Very I have. interesting. And I, I embraced it. And it took me till after college when Instagram started, when I realized that people were like, you're one of a kind. Like, that's special. Like, don't leave that. Don't lose that. I was like, you know, you're right. You were thinking about falling back? No. Cutting down? No, I was just, I just wasn't as confident in it. And I wasn't going for it. I kind of was just like, you know, hiding in it. But I wasn't, uh, I wasn't not doing it. Mm -hmm. And then once I started to embrace it, and I was like, muscles are sexy. And then I created the word schmexy, which is another word for sexy muscles. And that's what my Instagram, yeah, remember Kimala Schmexy? Yeah, that was my Instagram name. And obviously everyone was like, we can't find you. What's your name? And so I changed to Kima Russo, but Kimala Schmexy was what it originally was. And that stood for Kima, LA, and Schmexy, which was the new form of sexy, meaning muscles on women is very sexy. And I'm going to show you how sexy it is. Indeed. Yeah. Like when people were picking on you at school, mm -hmm. did it initially did it bother you? Um, yeah, it was. It, I mean, you know, it, there was it was a thousand other things on top of that too, you know, and so that just was another cherry on top. Um, it didn't. I wasn't like crying or it wasn't like tearing me down, but it was more so something that I couldn't get out of my mind. I wouldn't forget, you know. And there would be days that I would hide my arms, or there'd be days where I would wear sweaters more often than others, but. Yeah. How'd you overcome it? Like, what was the progression of how you got stronger? Um, you know what's crazy is my the people who support me. You know, inst Instagram helped me. Like my fans, the people Feedback, who were really behind me. Feedback, positive reinforcement. Yeah, like everyone I was around before Instagram, they were making it seem like it was very unliked and no one liked it. And so when I got on social media and there was people coming around like you're you're an anomaly. You're you're something special. Keep that. I was like, wow, this isn't. Not everybody doesn't like this. This isn't, I felt like it was, you know, when society creates this belief system, like, you know, only tall, skinny models can go on the runway, and only certain girls that look like this can do this. I would literally wanted to create That wasn't even own. the demand. I mean, that's not even, like, what. <laughs> yeah, well, like, I'm not ever going to be a Victoria's Secret model, you know? Like, I'm not, mm. I'm not tall enough. I'm not lean enough. I'm too thick. I'm too muscular, you know? Like, I could never be that. So I feel like I wanted to create my own 
new social societal belief about women that have muscles. And however came it is, I just embraced it. And it's not that I just embraced, if get muscle, you need to be muscular like me and you need to embrace it. I taught myself and other women to embrace whoever you are because society is always going to say something about what's right and wrong. So, Trying to put you in the box. Yeah, like just go for it because I'm, I'm sitting here with muscles as a black woman and it's hated already. You know, a female having muscles is already frowned upon. Oh, it's too masculine. Don't do that. And then I'm a black woman with that. I could have crawled into a ball and shut down, but instead I was like, you know, I'm going to embrace this. This is who I am, and maybe I can get other people to embrace who they are. Maybe they don't have muscles, but maybe they have something else that's not positive or to the to society or is that's not right. very liked. And mm -hmm. I don't know, when you, when you embrace that, it's a different feeling. You just feel so powerful. Mm -hmm. And then you have people that stand behind it, and you're just like, wow, I brought this to life. I did something that most people thought that couldn't happen, couldn't be done, you know. Yeah, you've changed the game, and you're still changing the game. And you know, as your brand continues to grow, I think more visibility, more people yeah. will see it and be positively influenced. Yeah. So you mentioned being a black woman in the industry and in life in general. Like, how have you experienced some some issues, some obstacles? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, I want to hear all about it. Yeah, it's different. It's different. Well, with social media, it's different. Um, I see it like this. I think, I think as a black woman, you can't get away with as much. You a lot of black women feel like they have to do more to get what everyone else is getting. And it kind of puts them in this box. And I feel like it's always been that way, obviously. You mm -hmm. know, there's a lot that we've had to deal it's with. It's the world we live in. Yeah, it's the world we live in. And, you know, it's been challenging, even just, not even just as a black woman. I mean, I don't even know if it's being black, if it's having muscles. I have both of those things. And both of those things are kind of like not a very, you know, so You're always welcome. I'm yeah. I'm always gambling with those two. Like if I'm w working or trying to work with a clothing company, I don't know if it's because of my color or if it's because of my muscles that mm. they're not interested. I remember there was this um, bikini band called Bounty LA, and it's all white the, girls. The bottoms. Yeah, bikinis. All white. Oh, bikinis. Girls. They asked me to come one day. I did a shoot. Never call me back. Never talk to me again. And I went on their page. There was not one minority on the entire page, and. That's pretty crazy, right? Like, like female is only one race. Like, that's crazy. Like, wouldn't you want your brand to en encompass everyone, you know, and, and make everyone feel like they can wear it and do it and rock it? Th so. That would be wise. Yeah. But you know what? Why you, you speak about, you know, the fact that they didn't have any black women on there. I just thought, like, why not ha you start something or why not have, you know, one of your sisters start a brand and yeah. you guys support that. Yeah. Because it's it's cool to be you know support yeah be sponsored and all that, but f me personally I've invested way too much in building sponsors brands. Oh yeah, that's what we do this as athletes. This was like five six years ago, yeah. yeah. And I've done yeah. that over time, and I learned that you're right. Yeah. I did learn to create my own brand and working for everyone else is it's cool at the beginning and it's and it's good. Yeah, and it's, it's, but it's a partnership, which is important. But yeah, I'm like you still got make sure you're yeah. building you. That's the goal. Is <laughs> I want my own brand. It's going to be called Kima, and there's going to be nothing like it. I mean, I don't know any Kimas. Do you know any other I Kimas? I don't. <laughs> Do you know any other Kimas? Na the name, <laughs> the look, the sound. Like, I've been watching your stories more often these days, and you're talking, and I'm like, you should have a show. You s you're very well-spoken, and you, and you have something to say. Like, you don't just sound good. You, like, what you're saying is, like, has substance. Thank you. So, where's the show? Uh, it's called The Kima Show. It's coming. Stay tuned. All right. Stay tuned. We'll stay tuned. <laughs> no, it's coming. I'm excited. I have a lot to talk about. You're right. Um, with fitness, 
you you smile a lot, or you go hard. Like I'm, I don't see weakness on your page. Where, where does that come from? Um, I mean, I, I I grunt and moan and groan in the gym a lot. I'm, you know, when I'm going hard, I you know I'm going hard. Yeah. Um, I do show weakness. I'm a, I can I can be a little bit of a complainer. I can complain on sore days and days where I'm like, okay, oh. the people close to you hear it. Yeah, like we you know, we don't. No, I I feel like I've posted like videos of me like, oh. <laughs> but you're still smiling, doing it. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, it's fun. It's like, oh my god, we're killing it. We're doing this together. We're working out. And it hurts, and this is great. And we're trying to go for something. We're, we're we're shooting for the stars. We're trying to achieve something, and that's exciting. Because when it hurts, you know you're getting there. It's like right. a step there. It's not you're being like challenged. Yeah, you're be, I love. That's the one thing about me is I love being challenged in life, in relationships, partnerships, and business. I like a challenge. I don't know why, but I definitely thrive more off of challenges than anything else. Speaking of relationships, what's the married life looking like? Married? Yeah, ma- married Maddie? life. I'm yeah, Maddie. Married. I'm not getting married. Um, Ever? Yeah, no, eventually. I mean, you know, when the time is right, but I'm not. I just got out of a, about maybe nine months ago, I got out of a two-year relationship that was not serving me. and. Mm. It took me a little longer than I had wanted to figure it out, but everything happens for a reason at the right, most perfect time. So uh, no regrets. Can't take it back. It already happened. Mm. And I learned a lot. I, I grew as a lot as a woman in that relationship. There was a lot of things I failed in. There was a lot of things that I was successful in. Um, but at this point, I have had so much fun finding myself and so much thrill just being free and being an independent woman and really seeing myself without hearing the negativity from a man that I feel like I thought I loved or cared about. And it, he's not telling me the things that are making me better, feel better about myself. And I had to let that go because I really, truly believed in my potential and, and who I am and what I could become. And I was allowing him to stop me from doing that. And so would you say that things were out of, because you said finding yourself, like right now you're investing time finding yourself. Cheers. Oh, is that bad luck, the water? That's bad luck. I mean, that's if you believe in luck and all that. I Oop, cheers. Cheers. I'm still mad I didn't get a cup of wine or tea, whatever you have in there. Bonnie, we got some in the car. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> to be continued. But you said um, once you left that relationship, you invested time in finding yourself. Do you feel like that should have happened before the relationship? Or um, what, so what are your thoughts? Honestly, I've had a couple of not-so-positive relationships that feel like you kind of have to go through some to really figure out what kind of person you feel like you connect best with. Life. Yeah, like everyone's had a hand, those handfuls of bad relationships or things that made them less or kind of made them stagnant. Um, but after him, I made a promise to myself that I was not going to go backwards anymore. I'm always, I finished with him at, I'm 27 now, I was maybe 25, 26 when I was done with him. So I feel like there's no more time to waste. You're a woman now. Like, you can't be wasting your time anymore. If that's how you value yourself, then that's the reality that you're going to get. So create the reality that you feel like you're worth by the decisions that you make. And I felt in, like I was in such a dark place. And then I was just like, I'm free. I felt so good being mm. free. And I realized that's when I realized it was not good for me. I realized maybe he wasn't like a horrible guy, but he had a lot of baggage and there was just, it was just not where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And I knew that as much as he said, oh, it's all about me and me, 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 I realized that, yeah, it is. Uh, this is my life. And if this doesn't serve me in the best way possible, then I can't live this with you. 
I believe you have you have to be selfish. Yeah, and so you could so you can become selfless. Yeah. Um. So like, there's an order for that, and um, people have to understand that you know if when you you're working in yourself and it might not be the best time for you to have somebody else there. Yeah. You, you know more than I do. Yeah. Um. What advice can you give to women about the steps? Like, you chose somebody that you felt didn't didn't work out. Like, what you're making different decisions now. So, mm-hmm. what advice could you share about? Okay. Yo, I have a girlfriend, and we were just talking on the phone last night for like three hours. She was talking about how her experiences are with men, and then I looked at how my experiences are with men, and they're completely different. And I was just like, yo, you do you love yourself? Do you care about yourself? You need to care more because this isn't okay. If he says this to you, is it okay? No. If he does this to you, is this okay? No. So why are you doing it? Why are you doing it? Like, It's almost like... Why, how do we get stuck in these things when you know it's wrong? You know the things they're doing is toxic and horrible and, and detrimental to your mental health. I don't know why we do it. It's so easy to get stuck. Some people are attached to the physical. Some people are attached to the idea of it. Some people are attached to the financial. But it really depends on the person. What are they? Some people don't have any goals. They don't know what they want to do, so they don't have any motivation to go anywhere. So they really just focus heavily on what's there in that moment relationship yeah like they're not really going for anything so there's no there's no way that they could detach from it because there's nothing they don't see anything better out there there's Mm. nothing that they could be like oh this you know i'm going for this and this is going to slow me down and i won't get there if i stay here so let me let this go so i can go it's like i'm nothing you know Mm -hmm. some women think having kids is the answer some girls are like oh you know i'll just have a baby man maybe that'll make it better but kids are hard kids are not easy (laughs) you gotta have purpose all that yeah it's like but, you know, it has a lot to do with your environment, how you're raised, what your parents taught you, what they, what's instilled in you. Some people with 40, 30 years old, they don't even know. You know, I feel like there's some things that I may know, and I'm 27, that parents don't even know. Like, my ex was in, he had two kids, and there were certain things that I would see happen, and I'd be like, wow, that doesn't seem right. Like, why don't you try to talk to them this way, or why don't you try this with her? They're two girls, and he's a big man, and I'm like... They're women. They're little girls. Like, mm. maybe you needed something more delicate. Maybe there's another way to go about it. And he used to try to make me feel like, oh, you don't have kids. You know what you're talking about. But he's not a woman. No, but he realized at the end of the relationship, like, it's not about having the kids and not having the kids. It's about coming from a place of love mm. and understanding and patience. And Women help us a lot with that. Like, yeah, I mean, we're superheroes. We, we, sharp, we sharpen each other. Yeah, right? and men are great at things that they're great at that we could never do. But women are... There's something Nurturing, you about guys. Us. Yeah, and love, you. love always wins, you know? True. So I think it has, if it was any advice, it's whether your environment growing up was good or bad, when you finally make a decision to be who you want to be, you can keep blaming what you were taught or how you were raised, or you can figure out who or where you want to go and go for that and really make a decision to do it. If you're not going to call that guy back, make sure you don't call him back. If you're not going to communicate with this guy anymore, block him or do whatever you need to do so that you don't fall back into the situation because the situation is only going to destroy what you're going for. Mm. You have to make like really clear cut decisions and just let it go. And time heals all, I believe. I feel like as long as time goes by, you'll be able to heal. And when you're able to get away from that person, you have more clarity. You can think. You're not like constantly being drilled with thoughts and ideas from this person now you don't have to hear that anymore now you can have your own mind now you can have your own conscious conscience and now you can have you can make decisions on your own so i felt like when i removed myself that was when i was able to find my answers Mm. 
So, uh, yeah, I, I like what you said about removing yourself from the situation. Like, you need, you need time and space to think because if you don't do that, me from experience, my feelings dictated what I was doing versus insight yeah. and wisdom. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the, mm-hmm. the advice is don't waste any time because time is of essence and you don't ever get it back. And I sometimes am like, oh, I wish I didn't spend this much time with this guy or I wasn't in this relationship for this long, but. I wouldn't even be who I am right now if I didn't do all these things for as long as they were. So mm. I'm very grateful for them, but I'm not doing it anymore. All right. <laughs> it sounds like a personal development and discipline. You know? yeah. It's easier said than done, but it's like if you don't if you don't invest the time with those prerequisites, yeah. like you're you're gonna have to deal with it later oh, on later on anyways. I met someone I met someone and we're not together, I'm still single, but mm. I met someone and I remember getting out of last relationship, I was like I want someone loving, kind, patient, understanding, and respectful. And I manifested that. I made sure that I went through the, you know, eh, no, no, no. And I kind of gave something an opportunity. And I found, and I realized that I feel like most women believe, or men in relationships, you are scared to break up because you don't believe that there's something better out there. And so when I've let go and realized and met someone that was better, I realized there is better. There's no way that there's over 7 billion people in the world and there's no one better than the one that's making you feel miserable. Right. And people have to get that out of their head. Like, you will find something. There's always something. And But you have to be in the right frame of mind. And the alignment has to be right. And you have to know what you want so you can think it every day and manifest it and make it your reality. And Very that's true. what I did. I met someone who's just, he was younger. Wasn't a grown older man. The guy was older. I was like, oh, maybe if I go older, you know, they'll know. Age is just a number. It's about how you were raised, your environment, and who you want to choose to become. Mm. And he was a brush of fresh air. He's just, he's, he's, he's kind, respectful. I couldn't imagine him ever yelling, disrespecting me, just really light. Mm. And I needed that. I needed that to, fi- to get back to myself again because I felt like I had lost that with the darkness of the dark man. <laughs> <laughs> the, he was so dark. Was darker than me? No, 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 not color. Just that was a his joke. Life. <laughs> his life was dark. But yeah. um, what you said about uh, the fear of not finding somebody else, um, if we stay in toxic relationships, you actually, you're holding on to somebody that's not even supposed to be in this space when the right person is like, Yeah, waiting like, Whoa. Where are you? <laughs> so I agree, yeah. I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. And so um, with, with the, the, the potential, um, how long have you guys been talking? Um, like, what, two weeks? No, oh no, two months, two months, two two months. Two All right. Months. So like, um, with me, like, I, I feel like um, people always bring their best. Um, in, initially, um, you, you meet the best, or sometimes like in the beginning. Yeah, because like you, you want to be respectable and accountable, and like sometimes, like for example, you got to know yourself better in the last relationship. Mm-hmm. So like e- every day we're learning about ourselves. Yeah, I think it's very important for us to like give it time. Yeah. And and one thing I've learned in the past relationship is you get to know the person when and when there's disagreements. Yeah, when <laughs> stuff gets t- It's always easy to love when stuff's easy and good, but when stuff gets tough, that's when it Like how do you handle disagreements and when you're unhappy? Yeah, so <laughs> this guy taught me a lot. So I was always so used to rushing into relationships, most of the men that Guilty. I dated. Yeah, months the men I dated, they were like, oh, let's get married, let's go. I'm like, let's go. it's been two days. <laughs> let's go before yeah. she changes her mind. 
<laughs> before she really gets to know me and knows that I'm not what she wants. Right. But, and I didn't know, I didn't know that that was happening. And then I realized that that was just one piece of why the relationship didn't work is because it just didn't happen naturally. It just wasn't able to grow. And this kid, he's younger than me. I'm being a cougar right now. <laughs> I was going to say it, but I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to have. Security. <laughs> yeah, I'm being, a, okay, but it's not that much younger. It's, I think cougar is like five to 10 years. Like, you know, it's not even five years. So, mm. but it was funny. No, that, was, that was funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, he taught me to slow down. He taught me that. Oh. Like, I was ready to just like, well, That's I wasn't ready to dive in, but there were certain expectations that were starting to come to mind when we started to meet. And I'm like, wait, this isn't right. And he let me know that. And when I was able to really pull back and slow down, it morphed so naturally and so organically and so nicely. No stress. I wasn't worried about this or that or what he's doing. It was like, it was, he was like a grown man. It was like he, that sounds like he a man. understood love and that it's just supposed to happen. You're not supposed to force it. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But at least if you're allowing it to grow and it doesn't happen, you're not in over-investing to mm. a point where if it doesn't happen, you're screwed and you're stuck. Yeah, you kind of just let it flow and then nothing can, you can't get nothing taken from you. Noted. Yeah. I'm taking that with me. noted. So that's really important is taking it slow. That's what you said is, is mm. really letting things happen. That is real. And that was the biggest lesson I learned the last two months from this man. And I'm like, Good yeah, for I'll you. have it forever. You, you sound know? like you're in a very peaceful place right now. I am. <laughs> I definitely want to talk more about your personal life, but I, I got you on here for business and marketing as well. So, like, I want to hear what you got planned moving forward with your brand. Okay. So, right now, I'm currently building my team. Um, I've, I have my programs. You know, I have I just dropped my first calendar, which was a hit mm. on top of this year, and it came out absolutely amazing. And Congrats. I want to do them every year. Thank you. Um, but now I'm getting into clothing, lifestyle, bikinis more of like the creative stuff i might create my own you're about stuff to take over summer huh yeah i can't wait oh covid please leave we want a summer I, I think it should be more like i'm gonna kick your butt if you don't leave covid no because i don't think covid is, is trying to negotiate yeah we're gonna murder yeah you. we're trying to get in the, on the beach in our bathing suits and live our best lives yolo regardless <laughs> regardless um but yeah, I want to create my own, I want to build my brand. I'm building my brand. I'm creating my team. I'm creating the foundation because without the foundation, it doesn't work. And um, I have a thousand million notes from the last 10 years that I've done this that I'm ready to bring to life. You know, I've brought them to life here and there, spurts mm -hmm. and moments, but I'm ready to really go Locked full in throttle. Now. Yeah. And I don't think there was any other time that I was more ready than now. To do okay. It. So now is the time. So 2020 had time to think or what? what yeah. What? Well, co I think COVID did a lot for me. <laughs> I think it did a lot for a lot of people. Obstacles do uh, help in some ways. Yeah. And I, I heard a lot of relationships fell apart. I heard a lot of friendships fell apart. I, you know, there was a lot of babies being made. <laughs> there was a lot of weddings and marriages. A lot of Babies good. are great. Yeah, there was good and bad, you know. But I did learn a lot of good. And I was able to just slow down mm. and really figure out what I want to do. And realize that you can't do nothing unless you want to not be anything or or you know like you have to make moves there's right. no time is of essence carpe diem and you don't ever give that time back so you need to utilize the time and go for it a lot of people that's another good show we should do is 
a lot of men and women our age or older, younger have no idea what they want to do. They have no. Can mm. you imagine not know? Like I've always known what I wanted to do. We'll do I don't even on that. know. You've always known. Yeah, I've always known. Like I, I've okay, not per se like a fitness trainer, but I was an athlete, so I knew sports was going to be it. Right. And then when sports wasn't it, it was because Instagram. I was able to create my own brand through fitness and sports and right. all the knowledge that I acquired from the years of trainers and all the coaches. So. But there was never a point where I was like, I don't know what I want to do. Mm. And I've talked to multiple people and they have no idea. They're just working nine to fives or hustling here, hustling here, staying with their parents or staying with friends. But there's no real goal. And I that's scary. People are told imagine. what to do at, at an early age, like and middle not school, passionate. high school, college. They're told what to do before they like find themselves. Yeah. Because like once you find, get you know yourself, then you're like, All right, I want to do yeah. this. Yeah. And then I also know kids that are what our age and they're going back to school and they're like, oh, well, I want to I get my degree or I want to do this. And I'm like, for what? And they'll say, like, what they want to major in or whatever. And I'll be like, do you love that? And they're like, you know, I just want to, just plenty of people that get their master's degree. They paycheck. work at a regular job. It doesn't, you have to be excited about what you do. There's no point because the money, it's, it, doesn't, it's, it doesn't even matter. Because if you're yeah. miserable and you're making money, you're miserable. If you're making money and you're happy, you get best of both worlds. If you're making a lot of money, there's plenty of rich people that are miserable. Right. There's plenty of successful people that kill themselves. There's plenty of people that are in dark places and they have all the money in the world. It's not about having the money. It's about really enjoying your experience Balance. in this life. Yeah. So it sounds like you had this at an early age. Like, where'd you get it from? What? Which part? Yeah, wanting, knowing what you want. Um, like, you know, society was telling do this, this. Yeah. But you chose otherwise. Um, I didn't always have it. I think I really tapped into it now, like being mm. able to express it. But I've always, I've always been, I feel like the light. I've always been excited about everything I did. I never did anything that wasn't exciting. Like when I was playing college basketball and I was getting torn about, torn apart from my team and my coach, I was going to explode. I was like, I cannot be this, around this. Like I can't be around it. Mm. And I couldn't thrive. It makes me very stagnant when I'm not happy and when I'm in dark places. And I can get easily influenced by that. So I know that I just have to remove myself. Space. Yeah, space time. heals, time heals. Hmm. Yeah. What keeps you motivated? Because um, you look like you just be going. Yeah, <laughs> full, I mean, full, full throttle. Yeah. Like. <laughs> um, a lot of things. There's everything, everything I experience motivates me. You know, my, um, my fans are... So amazing. Oh, yeah, they're so supportive. Yeah, that's a huge support system. Yeah, and I post a lot, and they're just waiting for it. And they're like, yeah, like, again, send us another photo, Kima. Show us another workout video. And I love a lot that. Of, a lot of energy. Yeah, a lot of good energy. I motivate myself because I feel like I have accomplished a lot, and I feel like I underestimate. No, I don't. It's not I underestimate. I don't give myself enough credit. And I, I always want more. I'm, like, always unsatisfied. I always want more. And that's, I feel, is a great thing for me because it allows me to continue to be as great as I could be and not ever settle mm. for what I feel like my potential could or couldn't be. And You're very unique, so thank uh, you. it's good that you're, you're not settling. Yeah. I, I never, no that's girls ever wanted growth. to fight me. That's good. You said no girl wanted to fight you? I think it's because of the guns. <laughs> they never, it's funny, I've talked to a lot of women at this age and they're like, Oh, I've been in so many fights. I was like, wow, no one ever wanted to fight me. That's so weird. Do you want to fight? 
I, I see you are doing some uh, some boxing. Uh, yeah, it Muay looks Thai, good. Muay Thai. Oh, how long have you been doing that? I just started. Um, a few friends at the gym picking it up pretty good. Oh, it's so fun. I love to kick punch. I love it. I love it. Love it. I like. To, I catch on to things pretty quick, especially anything athletic. Mm. And I like to try new things, and it's great for cardio. It's crazy. Got me shredded fast. Um, but I don't like to fight. I'm not a fighter. I'm definitely a lover. Mm. Um. I think I would probably fight my boyfriend before I fought my <laughs> any of my friends any or anyone in the street. Yeah, but no, I'm not a fighter. I, I definitely don't recommend that. <laughs> no. Guys have more strength than. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not a physical person. I am strong though. Like I'll, I'll be like laughing with you and like punching the chest, and you might be like, oh. <laughs> you're, you're one of those friends. Strength, but I'm not gonna be like beating you up. So, I'm not. I'm Thank not gonna God. punch a girl in the face. It's horrible. I feel. Yeah, so yeah, bad. yeah. I don't. Um, I mean, unless. That's between Unless you earned it. I can't speak on that. I'm a dude. Yeah, you definitely can. Yeah, you should definitely feel bad about that. I don't even. I don't even think about that. I don't. I don't think about hitting dudes. I mean, oh, that's sometimes, good. but yeah, 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 yeah. But guys are different. You guys are just like boing, trigger. Different episode. Yeah, yeah. You're always dancing in a. It's like it looks like you got a huge playlist. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I saw, I heard something in your in your story. I was like, I should. Suzanne. I, no, actually, I was gonna write like, uh, what song is that? I was like, I don't. It's probably got thousands of people asking yeah, yeah. what song it is. Yeah. But what's so, music to you? Oh my God, music is everything. I love music. I don't know if it's if it's from being in the gym. I'm like a super headphones. Put the headphones in. Get into my world. I love music. My mom is an artist. I don't know if that's where it started. She's always been singing around us. She always had music playing around us. But music is a huge thing for me in my life, whether it's getting ready. I literally wake up, put music on. If I get in the car, I'm looking forward to the ride with music and vibing and imagining and fantasizing about where I'm going or what I'm going to do when I get there. Like, it stimulates. Yeah, it stimulates me. And I'm not always listening to the words, like if they're talking about draw, you know, or whatever. Sometimes a beat is just fire. Oh, Sometimes I just want to yeah. move. You know, music is, I feel like I am music. Like it's, it goes through me. I like to dance. I like to shake. I like to do it all. You got the moves. Yeah. <laughs> She knows Do she I? does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I try. I'm not. You, I'm you're not breaking a great it down, dancer. like. But I, I, I could. I like beat. I could listen to the beat and do a little something. But I love music. It's played a huge role in my life. And, um, yeah. What type of music? Like you said, morning drives, like everything. Gym? I listen to everything: R and B, hip hop, rock. Love music. Maybe not you got, so you much got, country, but. Oh, you a hater? No, I'm not. I used to love Taylor Swift. I <laughs> 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 listen to a little country. I mean, they're, they're different. There's different. I just don't even. Country. I never hear it. I I just listen to Spotify and Apple Music. I don't really find any country music. But I'm always. I'll get music from friends. I'll have them send me their Spotify's. I'll have. I've had friends make me albums and stuff. But I just wanted. I, I like to hear what other people listen to, and I also wherever yeah. I am. If I like the song, I pull out that Shazam, Shazam. every time. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll find the speaker and I'll pull it out. So if I like music, I want it because I know the next time I want to listen to it, I'm going to be in a different world. So Yeah, it does takes you, take you places. It's, it's, yeah, it does. It's very creative and it's yeah. like the creativity that's like, you know, and it yeah. starts to stimulate things in there. Oh, I love I music love as it. well. Mm-hmm. Um, you got a Spotify playlist or what, what yeah. type of... Spotify, I have like a few albums in there, and then I have Apple Music, a few albums in there. Play- is it public? Your, is your list public? Um, I don't know how to do that. I don't think. I probably we could just like. We don't want to give them too much the first episode. Oh. Come yeah. back. I'll like share <laughs> it here. Just share and then put on Instagram. How do you do it? 
Yeah, you just get the link from the Spotify and then you oh, post okay. it to your story. I'm sure a lot of people are listening in and they're like, yeah, I like this song. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. You got you got a good taste in music. Like Thank like you. you say, even though even if I might like I might not be a fan of the lyrics like, yeah, I yeah, love hip I love hip hop, but some of the lyrics I'm like Yeah. So descriptive. <laughs> so um, but the beats I'm like, she got a good taste yeah, in uh, music. Like, I yeah, I'd be bumping. <laughs> you know, um I'd like to keep you here longer. But we're running out of time. Yeah, so I told so you I could talk. If, if if you have you 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 definitely very well spoken. Um, uh, you don't talk that much on your. I know on your feed, but in your story you speak, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a great episode. Like, yeah, I wanted I want to probably turn move more of that talking into YouTube. Yeah. So that they could come. This is what I where I um, where host the video. On YouTube. Um, video YouTube and um the audio on like. On podcast platform, and this Apple, isn't Spotify. live. Is it live? No, no, okay. we're not streaming right now. Okay, okay. But that that's a good idea for the future. Yeah, mm. yeah. Maybe yeah. you can start it. Yeah, I I could think of a topic for us. That'd be cool, and then I could ask you some questions. Yeah, we'll do that next episode. Yeah, for sure. But uh, is there anything you would like to leave with you, your audience in mind? Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, if you haven't met me before or seen me before, I am Kima Russo, aka Kima Lishmexi. I wanted to bring muscles to life and I want women and men to go against the grain and do what you love and be passionate about it and, and do it with vigor and intensity. And being fearless is, is number one because this world will try to put you in fear and bog you down and keep you stagnant and they don't want to see you, you know, be resilient and strong and powerful. So stand true to who you are and this is your life. You only get one, so don't, don't miss out on it. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Well said. As you guys can see, she's not just a beautiful woman with muscles. There's a lot more going on here. And um, we'll be tuning in to see the growth of your brand. Yeah. Ooh, can't um, wait. And also uh, marriage, kids, and all that. We'll be tuning in. <gasps> Maybe like four or five more years. I mean. Whenever, you know, there's time to timing. Yeah. And um, guys, thanks for thank tuning you, in. Max. Thanks for, that thank, was awesome. thank you. That was awesome. We're definitely yeah. going to do it again. Uh, guys, please comment down below. Any questions, feedback you have, um, I'll put the, her links down in the description so you can find her if you don't already know who she is. Uh, like, share. Until then, Max out. See ya. See ya. <laughs>